Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Laura, what do you got? All right, so Bad Bunny, a.k.a. Mr. Conejito Malo, does it again. He announced his new album, get this, by posting a Craigslist ad. Yep, an ad. So the ad had his 2019 Bugatti up for sale for $3.5 million. It specified, please, no emails, phone calls only, and then it had a number. So I actually called the number, and this is what you would hear. <laughs> Hold oh, on, there's a, there's a purpose. You called, all right. There's a purpose, so this is what you got. So you basically got a snippet of a new song, and then you would receive a text message that gave you the name of the album. Oh, cool. Spoiler alert. It's called Un Verano Sin Ti. A Summer Without You. A Summer Without You. A Summer Without You. All right. So I thought that was really cool. Like, marketing genius, whoever came up with that, because you know how many people, like, if you call the number, it actually comes up as Benito. Right, and like it literally, like on the iPhone, it says Benito. I thought it was pretty cool. A lot of people were like, "What? Like, is this really him?" Creative, Obviously not him. Creative. But his team. Shout out to his team. I thought that was. Wait, really so they cool. went on Craigslist. Yeah, that's still a thing. I guess so. Yeah, okay. Barely. All I right. guess so, I thought yeah. it was all offer up now, but Craigslist, huh? I guess, it. man. It, so, yeah, you you would call it, it would hang up, and then literally you would get a text and says, hey, thanks for calling. This is what this is for, and this is what the new album is called. So, new Bad Bunny coming out. Yeah. All right, all right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought it was creative. I thought it was It cool. is. Very no, creative. that is super yeah. creative. Um, is I mean, cool. listen, that, that guy is a, a musical genius. Dude. I don't think there's any question about it. Marketing like, genius also, man. He well, that sells too. out like no other. <laughs> I mean, listen, like, his concerts on the secondary market, oh, in the primary <laughs> market, let alone the secondary market, are insane, you know, as far as the price. Isn't he coming to the forum soon? Yep. Yeah. Soon, right? Yeah, yeah. You want to go, Sedano? Uh, what day is it? I don't know. Whatever day we want. Let's go. I think it's in I'm September. I'm just saying. Like, I mean, when is it? I think it's in September. Oh, September's possible. If it's not a week, I mean, it's probably a weekend, though, right? I believe, uh, my yeah. best friend got tickets, didn't invite me, mm-hmm, but yeah, he got tickets. If it's a weekend, then that's tough because I'll probably be doing college football. So, eh, well, I'm going with you, so we got to figure out sometime during the week. We can what, maybe we can find Bad Bunny on the road somewhere, though. Yeah, we'll call him. Uh, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll. Oh, call you him. friends with him too, like Cap? You know? No, I, I actually, know, I, I actually know his people. I ain't going Cap style. Yeah, Beto knows people though. <laughs> like Cap doesn't know anybody. Like he's I just, just non- I it's mean, full I of had nonsense. to because you know he's always like I'm friends with Canelo. I'm friends with uh, this person. Okay. So he's at the forum September 30th of Friday. So try to get a USC game on a Saturday. We'll go see him in the September right, 30th. There you go. There you go. I'll, I'll work on that. Yeah, yeah, no problem. All right, so yeah, September 30th. All right, so Donald, let's go. Yeah. Simple as that. Uh, uh, hey, I went I, to see Tigres in Norte the other day. Where were uh, you at? Uh huh. Not there. Yeah. Exactly, because I know not people. There. Definitely not there, no. <laughs> I don't yeah. know people. I've never claimed to know people. Mm hmm. I don't care. Beto knows people, though. Beto knows people. I like that. I like that marketing for Bad Bunny. Beto is one of these guys that he, he, he's he got a person. I got he's a guy. Got somebody. Oh, hey, I, I taught my kid about got, having a guy yesterday, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. His battery uh, died at his uh, basketball tournament. I'm like, don't worry the about car it. Car battery. Yeah, car battery. I'm like, we got a guy. 
Triple oh, A, baby. Yeah, that's our guy. guy. Yeah, I mean, bueno, that's Triple A. <laughs> no, but I told him, like, because I had to get his bumper fixed for his little bucket. And uh, he's like, wait, Dad, we're paying cash? I'm like, yes, yes sir. Got to have a oh, guy. Oh, you almost cursed, bro. Be careful. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. you got to have a guy. Got to have a guy. We pay cash for that bumper, bro. No need to pay yeah. retail. You got to do what you got to do. All right. Okay. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. So, we were talking about, you were talking about you were upset watching the Pelicans. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not okay. good basketball also. I mean, the, the Pelicans and Suns. No, that, it, that, that game was, was super fun. fun. But the other that games. Ga- that, that game, of all the games yesterday, that was the game that I thought was the most fun. Oh, yeah, uh, that, that was a good game. I like that. I like Because that. I love that kid, Alvarado, the hey, Puerto Rican kid yeah. from and New Mexican. York. And Mexican, too. Is he Mexican too? I didn't know that. He's Puerto, Puerto Rican. Rican. He's Puerto Rican from New York, but he's got like I think a quarter Mexican. So you know we're gonna claim him all day. Okay, hey, claim him. I ain't oh, yeah. mad at you. Yeah, I ain't so, mad at you. Just like Tostanos I, have, we'll take him. But yeah, no, I love his attitude. I love Jones's yeah. attitude, and they're yeah. not scared of they're not. CP3. They go at him. Right, they're not scared. I like that Jones when he fell to the ground. CP3 tried to give him a hand to pick him up, and yeah. he waited. No. He was like, nope. And then Damian, uh, not Damian Lillard, uh, CJ McCollum picked him up. But yeah, I, I. I, I think they're, they're fun, but people are all in their feelings about B.I., and I get it. He was a Laker, mm-hmm. but you know what? You ain't had time to wait for no B.I., okay? Not and at all. we played the cut last week where, you know, years ago, I had David Griffin on, who's now the general manager of the Pelicans, and this was right around the time when everyone thought maybe he'd be the next general manager of the Pelicans. And he came on to talk about Brandon Ingram, a Laker at the time, and was glowing in his commentary about Brandon Ingram. And I remember pointing to that interview that day and forever since and saying, this man is going to trade and or, or you see why he traded for Brandon Ingram. He's always been a huge fan. And he was always going to be the centerpiece of that Anthony Davis deal. However, what I do think in retrospect, and this was real criticism at the time, Beto, Okay? And I'm going to get to the calls because I know people are on hold. Okay, But there was real criticism at the time of the front office okay, in saying you're giving up too much. Too many picks, too many pick swaps, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. too many players. And, you know, David Griffin played it smart. Okay, He got everything. Because the Lakers Cowboys. needed to get him. Right. And they... they- he, he knew he had Le- he he, he knew, had oh, you got LeBron. He wants Anthony Davis. I've been a general manager for LeBron. I know what kind of pressure you're under. <laughs> so I'm going to use that. You're to not going to let it walk away. You're not going to let it walk away over a pick or two. Right. Correct. So he squeezed them and squeezed them and kept squeezing them. And eventually he squeezed them for everything he got. Yeah, but the so Ingram, what happened, why are people mad about the Ingram? You had to give him up to get Anthony Davis. Right, because that is the, what people don't realize. Like, people are always like, oh, maybe you could have just given up. Lunch. No, you couldn't have. But okay? also, if, if Ingram is playing with the Lakers right now and, say, LeBron, he's not playing the way he is with New Orleans. He's playing a Correct. different kind of basketball. Like he's Correct. The ball's going through him. Yesterday, the move that he made where he went down the middle and he dunked it, like, he, yeah, he has those moments. And also Ingram took a while to develop into the Ingram that we're watching right now. Lakers it took fans, four years, four yeah, or five years. He's no longer 160 pounds. He's actually Correct. got some kind of muscle on him. He's put some weight on him. So Correct. I, that's, what, that's another thing that gets me mad about Laker fans. Yes, they always act like they should get everything. And they should. They expect a lot. <laughs> no, 
Laker Dodger fans expect everything spoiled, is without a doubt, and then they yeah. don't want to give up anything. It's like, oh, we'll take uh, Anthony Davis. Here's uh, the, the second round pick. That's how they feel. And Josh they, Hart, right? Yeah. yeah. No, maybe yeah. no. That might be too much. Anyways, but they, they uh, <laughs> but they don't realize that you're giving up something. You need to get this back. And Anthony Davis, everybody at that time was, yeah, let's do it. And you know what? They would do it 100% again. And if you're saying that, no, we would keep Ingram, you know, it was going to be a long four years. We had those long years here in L.A. where it was the waiting for the kids to develop and it didn't work. And and here's where I'm going to bring in Lindsay because she understands this as well as anyone, is you're not going to – I mean, you could have a – okay, Lindsay, is this fair to say? You can have a young player or two on a LeBron roster, but he's not putting up with, like, five or six of them. Correct. I say that's 100% accurate. No. Yeah. Like, you, you have to have veteran-type guys. Now, they went over the – you know, they got a little crazy this year when they went, went – you know, veteran was But that's like, their going all-in mode. Right, but that was a little crazy with everybody is like, not just a veteran, like a super veteran, basically. You know what I mean? Like, where they've been around too long. Yeah, my sciatica veteran. By young people, though, you mean like rookies and like when you're Yeah, like guys on their rookie contracts, basically. Okay, yeah. Because I feel like if you've teamed them up with the current Cavs, I feel like he wouldn't say no to that because they're a very good young team and they're not all rookies. But anyway, I digress. (laughs) Right, but, uh, you know. We're talking about in one case, like I mean, Kyrie was fairly young when he first got there, but like and battled with them, right? But that's it. That's the one. That was basically the one guy. And then there were some other guys here and there on that Cleveland team, like a Matthew Dellavedova, who was youngish because he wasn't an NBA guy. He had played in Australia previously, but for the most part, he don't want no young guys. And no. by the way, for the most part. Outside of a couple of young guys, you don't generally win titles. You don't those need guys. those guys if you're LeBron. Like, what do you need those young guys for? Kuzma was the guy. That was the one guy. And by the way, that was a chore at yeah. times, it felt like. Okay? Let's go to the phones. John Uh-oh. is in Venice. John, what's up? Hey, what's going on, folks? Listen, the, the fix all for the Lakers. Number one, Jerry, Jerry Buss is turning flip flops and cartwheels in his grave right now. Jeannie's talking about her pilot taught him. If, she taught, if he taught her anything, she's not sleeping with Bill Jackson no more. Hire Jerry West, do the best you can to get the logo back. Hire Mark Jackson, get rid of Palenka, get rid of Rambus, get rid of his wife and, and the kids. I'm tired of this crap, man. All we want is a bubble ship, not a championship. All right, John, thank you. Um, I mean, listen, all, I, I don't know about getting rid of anybody. What I'm sitting here is I, I'm advocating for <clears throat> don't get rid of anyone. Just add more Enhance. smart people to the equation. But at Correct. the same time, they're not going to do that. They've never done it. I you you give the bus sons Joey a lot of credit for finding players oh, no, don't, like. Let Caruso. me tell you, the younger about, bus kids have done a great job of finding all those G League guys. Yeah, as a guy who calls South Bay Laker games sometimes, they are the guys that they have there are developing nicely. I remember doing Caruso games like this guy's going to come through when THT was there. That's nice, and you see those guys, and then when they get up it's like okay so if they're finding these diamonds in the rough in the scouting department if they're going and getting guys in the second round those guys know what's up it's the upper upper management where there's that disconnect that's where you need to have more of that collective well idea of let's go we not just one person well genie bus that's where she has to step in um really in the sense of I know Rob, because Ramona has said this, Rob Palinka, 
you know, was not, uh, you know, when he was a big-time agent, he was a small office, small shop, right? He likes it that way. Well, you know what? Um, that's not how this can run. And I understand the Lakers have always run that way, too. Always, but yeah. that's not basketball in 2022. That's not. It's not the NBA it's in not 2022. It's not basketball in 2018, man. It, Let's go to Michael in L.A. Michael. Hey, guys. You come, you're hey. in the middle of a Pueblo Inca order. Okay, oh. so. What do you, hold on. What are you getting at Pueblo Inca? Uh, Just real quick. Chaufas, Pueblo Hold on. Hold on. Which kind of chaufa? What kind of meat? The pollo. I'm going pollo. Oh, the pollo. Today. Yeah, yeah. That. Let me tell you something. Pollo Inca has, or Inca Wasi, either one. They're both basically the same thing. Um, it, their chaufa, which is basically like a fried rice, is as delicious a fried rice as I've ever had anywhere. But go ahead. Continue. Oh. Go ahead, sir. Did we lose uh, Okay, so I wanted to talk about the elephant in the room. And the gentleman who spoke before us touched on it, Jerry West. Building a roster. They placated to LeBron James. I was the guy who sat next. I sat. Jerry West stood right next to me at Staples. That was my seat. It still is my seat since it, since it opened. And uh, never bothered the guy because, you know, I just, I just was glad he stood next to me. I, you know, found this quiet spot. But I asked one time. I asked him. You build a roster. Yes, sir. The street. The street. The street. Gracias. Okay, so there's there's three there's three things. You know, there's the there's the guys that go through the four years like Josh Hart. You got the one and doneers, and now you got the Euro guys, and now you're gonna have the guys from Africa. So who who's who in the liquor organizations in Africa looking for the next great world? For the next uh, Joel Embiid or Pascal Siakam, right? Yeah, exactly. yeah. Where, where's the vision on the roster? They're playing to an, uh, a, a veteran uh, who who who's at the tail end of his career. He's not Kobe. He he's not. He's a different kind of man, different kind of athlete, with a different kind of mindset. And the Lakers or Magic Johnson, they went all in on him. And and and. <laughs> I can't be mad because they saved me about twenty grand in, in no playoff money so over the wow. last eight years, right? Because they ha- I haven't had to pay that playoff bill. But at the same time, Jerry West went to the Warriors and he constructed that roster. I asked the I asked the owners one day. I said, "How did you get Jerry West?" And one of the owners just turned to me and smiled. He goes, "Money." And and Jerry Buss. And Jerry West always had a love-hate relationship. When Jerry Best sent his son Jimmy home on a scouting trip, there's there's just a lot of there's a lot there behind. And I gotta say, you know, it it kills me to see Jerry West's seat being taken by Kurt Rambis. That dude sits in Jerry West's seat now. And 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 the bus daughter, she's not a basketball savant. She's an inherited person. She inherited this. She's listening to what? Kurt Rabbit's wife? That's her conciliary in the basketball world? Give me a break, man. Well, I, I, I don't. I, I, Michael, I, I, Michael, I don't. I, thank you for the call. I appreciate it. Enjoy your uh, Inca Wasi. Um, I don't believe. I don't believe Linda Rambis is sitting here actually talking to Jeannie about basketball stuff. I don't believe that's the case. I believe that if I had to guess, and I don't know, I'm guessing she advises on the bigger picture and the business side. The marketing now, Kurt, side. 
But Kurt, on the other hand, probably does have uh, much more of a hand uh, in basketball. But that's why I'm advocating for more enhancements, for more people. Um, because this, the, the Lakers can't run like this, like the mom-and-pop hot dog stand outside of Crypto.com Arena. Like, that, that, can't, that can't be the case in 2022. There needs to be a real investment into or but we've been saying this for a while too and this is what the result of not investing in that years ago yeah you know, well the, listen I, I i and and yes I agreed that there that is definitely part of the deal now we got to take a quick break we're gonna be back in two minutes i know there are people on hold that want to continue having this conversation or talk about brandon ingram we'll do all that stuff 877-710-ESPN 877-710-3776 Beto hanging out for Cap today Sedano Cap 710-ESPN Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt Stephen A. Smith and me plus many more From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark there's no better time for sports fans Sign up today New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if you're first bet doesn't win download espn bet today what a play must be 21 plus and present in select states gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER terms and conditions apply see app for details oh i loved uh growing pains that was mike siever that was his name mike siever kirk cameron kirk cameron mike yeah. it sounded like it's like the remix or something doesn't it what i the- think this was the yeah. extended version, like the real full version of the song. All right. Great show. It was one of my favorite shows in the 90s. The dad was a pilot or something, right? They lived in Chicago or something? No. No? I don't know. No. No. No, the dad was a, was a psychologist, I believe, a shrink. Huh? Sepa. You were way off. Sepa. Way, way off. Growing <laughs> pains. <laughs> He's like... <laughs> Trying to think who that was. What I don't know. I don't, I don't remember Atlanta this one. Chicago? Yeah, I don't know. Wings. I don't know. <laughs> Not Wings. I, I saw that once. I never saw that one. Yeah. Wings reminds me of what Long Beach's airport used to look like. Yeah? Do you remember when they had yeah, portables yeah, yeah. at Long Beach? Yeah. Airport? Long it's Beach the, Airport is really it's nice. The best, now, man. Whoa! That is as nice an airport, and it's like super easy to get in and out of. Like it's 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 great. Oh, it's uh, Alan Thicke was okay, Mike. Yeah, Alan Thicke. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know what show I'm thinking about. All right, anyways. Yeah, I have no <laughs> idea what the hell you're talking about. Yeah, Mike Seaver's dad. Um, what was his name on the show? What was the dad's name? Uh, oh, Jason. Jason, Jason Seaver. Seaver. Jason. Seaver. That's uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was on that show. He was. That's where mm-hmm. we first saw Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio. That was his first acting, like, real acting credit. Yeah. It's crazy. He was, um, I want to say he was, like, a kid. They ad- Did they, like, adopt him or something? Yeah, they adopted yeah. him. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. So, uh, anyhow. Yeah. But, yeah, love Growing Pains. Love Renee Zellweger. I-, I mean, I don't know what movie he's talking about in the 90s with Jim Carrey. Like, how do you not, how do you mention Renee Zellweger and not mention Jerry Maguire? That's, what else is there? Right? I don't even know what ta- what he's talking about. Like, I mean, I guess Bridget Jones' Diary is a pretty good movie too. Ah, but... uh, you lost me there. <laughs> but <laughs> it's just Jerry Maguire. That's it. Jerry Maguire is the movie that put her like on the map. Wait, yeah. is he yeah. talking about me, myself, and Irene? Because if he is, that's oh, a really yeah. bad reference for Renee Zellweger. Just saying. Yeah, yeah, that has yeah. to be the only movie. I don't think she's ever done another movie with uh, Jim Carrey. Yeah, Morales gets a little off the wall sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bridget Jones' Diary, man. Women love that movie. I've never seen it. Uh, another Sepa. <laughs> like I've never seen that movie. Whoa! 
I said show. I said show. Did you? Yeah. I dumped that. I was just I'm not going to curse on a show. Just in case. Yeah. Man. Being safe. Not you know what? Right? Right? I don't think you said show. You got close, bro. Even I, Listen, I'm the first one to always yell at Laura for dumping stuff in you mean I was like, damn, dog. Seppa. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you got comfortable, man. <laughs> I'm getting way too comfortable. I'll be back after Mason's contract, right? June, June 30th? June 28th. It'll yeah. be Ireland and Beto. I'm yeah. ready to go. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Ireland and Beto. Be- uh, my, Be- uh, um, Mason also said that pigs in a blanket should not be served at a wedding, Beto. He they never should. No, them. they shouldn't be served anywhere you have to dress up. Yeah. Don't you think that people should just serve whatever they want at a wedding? No. Okay. It's yeah. their wedding. No. It's their wedding. No, 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 no. Are you no. paying for it? If I'm paying for it and I'm making you dress up, Wait, I'm going to Wait, but you said you're nice. not paying for it because you said that you're not even bringing no. a gift. No, I'm not bringing a gift. You get hundreds of gifts. You're not going to miss okay, mine. Okay, you can't tell nobody what they can and cannot serve at their if wedding. If you're telling me to get dressed up, you better bring something dressed up worthy. If I'm yeah. putting on shoes for you... And socks? Oh, no, no, no. You better Hold bring on. something nice. I'm going to text my socks. wife what we served at like, our wedding. You I'm don't find normally wear socks. Okay. Okay. No, if it's a spring yeah. wedding, no, I'm not going to wear socks. I was going to be like, wait, that's the cutoff? Socks and shoes? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, because it's a spring wedding. low standards, dude. <laughs> right? I, I am very simple. Believe me, oh, I'm wearing a collar shirt today, and I feel out of place right now. So That no. is true. You you are a little dressed up today. Yeah, I I, I was hosting a press conference uh, at Golden Boy so for Sudo Ramirez fight, so I got called in out of the- Sudo Ramirez. Yeah, I got called in from the minor leagues. I got called up today, so I'm ready to go. So, yeah. But that's why I'm dressed up. I didn't have a t-shirt with me or else i'd, I'd change into like right. right now no no you don't serve pigs in a blanket at a wedding i i've texted my wife now because uh, i sure as hell don't remember i said do you remember what we served at our cocktail hour at our wedding so i'll wait for a response by the way but, can i can i jump in on something that your wife tweeted earlier yeah she said that she I, I guess she burnt her tongue on soup and she said i hate how when you burn your tongue on soup it ruins your whole day it does it really does it because does. then you can't taste anything for like 24 hours. It's the worst. Well, I don't generally really? do that on soup because I don't have soup enough. But what I would say is it definitely happens when I have pizza and it's like more the roof of my mouth. But it's a similar concept. Yeah, after you put the pizza in the microwave, it comes out too hot. That's when you burn yeah. yourself. Yeah. Put it in seconds. the toaster oven, bro. 18. Yeah, there's a, by where I live, there's like a little pizza joint. And the guy, he's like, hey, 18 seconds. If you reheat it, that's nah, You put time. everything in the microwave is one minute. That doesn't matter. <laughs> Everything. That's my. That's the Mexican way. One minute. Second button twice. There's a thirty second button. Yes, there's a thirty second button. I feel like every microwave has one. Mine has it. Does it have a thirty second button? I've never. I just put one minute for everything. (laughs) I don't type in numbers. I just hit thirty, 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 thirty. Oh no, I type in numbers, but mine has thirty. Like I, I put everything in the toaster oven now. I don't even do microwave anymore. I'm too fancy. Yeah, you are. Yeah, Yeah. toaster oven. As you should, though, Sedano. You you should. You're a TV star or an air fryer. I try. Oh, I, I put a lot of stuff the in the air fryer. Yeah, the uh, air fryer is the best. So, yeah. so Nano doesn't have a comal anymore. That's right. No comal. <laughs> nope. It was like five or six. Uh, hor- uh, I was gonna say horse DRVs. Uh, hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> oh, wait, yeah. that's what my dad calls him as a joke. He calls him horse divers. Horse <laughs> I know. That's why. I was See, your wife it. has taste. There's not. There are, look, my no, wedding. Five or six different look, ones. My wedding was on the beach, and I had fancy hors d'oeuvres. So I, I'm not serving no pigs in the blankets. So I, I took yeah. care of you. You go to my wedding. I'm gonna set you up, and I and but, I had it was on the sand. I even made. But sure what you did you have for like dinner? Because I had oh, the I went, traditional uh, stuff. We had well, like I, chicken, we had steak, we had a vegetarian yeah. meal. But it was different. I got married in Cabo, so if you're going destination wedding, too. I 
I, I went all out. I went surf and turf, open bar, top shelf. Wow. Because if you're flying to my wedding, I'm going to take care Damn, of you. Damn, dog. I wish I'd have known you back then. Well, oh. that's different because they had to fly and have yeah. expenses. Yeah, so I'm going to make I'm not going to give you pigs in a tortilla. We're ready right, to go. Right, but it's not, right? like you're, you know, it's, not like, it's not like you're driving to La Habra you know, to go to hey, a wedding. You know what I mean? It like, might be faster know? to go to Cabo than go to La Habra on the four, sometime that's on Friday. That's true. It depends on the day. Yeah, where yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Nah, you just don't. Nah, nah. If you're going you know? to get dressed up, serve something nice. Appetizers are different than the meals. I think it's okay to have a casual appetizer, especially if it's like a social hour thing, you know, in between like the... The wedding ceremony and the reception, they want people to, like, chill for an hour or two, but stick around. You can serve something, some casual finger food. And, and you got, and you want to lubricate for the alcohol. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Look, like, if so. little kids are saying, ooh, then you shouldn't be serving that as an order. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Right, but how many people the- really like the super, super fancy food? That's all I'm saying. It doesn't matter. I want, I want to know you spent okay. money on me. Okay. Okay. By the way, speaking of uh, you want to know if people are spending money on you, we're, uh, you know, we're, we're doing some stuff to help you, uh, you know, be closer to your sports teams, okay? So we are we are in essence spending uh, like emotional dollars, not real dollars, but emotional dollars. So I guess it, real dollars because we are the Rams rights holders. So, uh, but we're giving you a chance to attend our exclusive Lombardi party uh, on Thursday, May twelfth, at Hollywood Park Casino. You can take a photo with the Vince Lombardi Trophy and celebrate with the Ramley. Listen to the entire show for your chance to win. Two passes to the party on May twelfth at Hollywood Park Casino, hosted by Mason. Who likes pigs in a blanket? So bring him some pigs in a blanket. Rams souvenir and, of course, a chance to win autographed Rams gear and more. So keep listening to our show here for your chance to win. We'll give you a chance to win that stuff here during the show. All right, let's go to the phones real quick. Uh, Gianni in Montebello has been holding on patiently. Johnny, what's up? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. Oh, I wanted to talk about the Brandon Ingram thing. Um I think a lot of people, I don't know if a lot of people remember, but wasn't there a thing about how Brandon Ingram had blood clots in his shoulders? That uh, happened the at, the end, end, that 20... at the end of his tenure here, yes. But that, that eventually checked out because obviously New Orleans would not have traded for him if that wasn't the case. But wasn't that also a factor of us trading him away? And No, uh, I mean, I, also... no, not really. Not, not really, Johnny. It was really more along the lines of, you know, that's what New Orleans wanted the centerpiece to be. Yeah, because I also remember that Kuzma had quite a year that year, too. He had multiple games of over 20, also even 30, and even had a couple, I think a 40-point game that season. And he was starting yeah. to look like the yeah, outside he, of Kuzma. He, he, and he, I guess he that's had a why rough, he also kept him. Right, a rough start to the year. And thank you for the call, Johnny. Um, he had a rough start to the season, but he was starting to come in his own. But he was struggling a little bit with LeBron at times, just kind of finding his place to Beto's point that he needed the ball in his hands. They were butting heads, right? No, no, not not literally, no. No, but I'm saying like on the court. Or even figuratively, in that matter, no. I mean, we're talking about Kuzma. Like, come on. <laughs> like, you, you know what you're doing, and I get what you're saying when you're thinking about Ingram did have something, but you got to get rid of him. If you're going to go get Anthony Davis, and they oh, knew no. that you had so, to give up something, I, I, right? I, I just I, I, like everybody always says in the beginning, whatever it takes to win a championship. 
Okay, you get your championship, and then the cupboard is bared, and it's like, oh, we should have no, the, the bill that. comes. The yeah. bill comes for the wedding, oh, for the party. Oh, and yeah. you bought more than pigs in a blanket. Oh, and then yeah. all of a sudden, you're, you're like, hey, what do you mean? Where did all this come from? Uh, yeah, you're flossing on Instagram. Then all of a sudden, like, whoa, wait a minute. This, yeah. uh, I shouldn't have bought two bottles at the club that night. <laughs> <laughs> like, Right, exactly. My friends are going to help pay for me, right? Then the yeah. French disappeared. No, no, you no, got to no. pay that visa bill at some point. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that's how it works. All right. Uh, coming up next, we're going to play Radio Tinder. We are back in two minutes and 30 seconds. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. All right. So, yeah, I'm taking it away. There you go. Okay. What's Hill Street Blues? It's it, it's it, so, That's what I said. It's song. What, what show is it again, Sedano? Hill Street Blues was an old cop show in the 80s. Okay, it's, it's, it was the show. The song in the show, same name. And I had no idea what it was. Wow. And so one day Morales decided to play it uh, as a Radio Tinder open. <laughs> it was just open. random, yeah. Yeah, and I was just like, what is that? And so then he thought it was so funny that I didn't know what it was. First episode, 1981? Right, yeah. I was not even alive It was on yet. NBC. Yeah. Not even thought of. Okay. Yeah. It, was one of the, it was like the first... Like version, you remember like that show NYPD Blue? Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Stephen Bochco produced. Right, it. It, it's um, it's it was like the first early early edition. It wasn't as hardcore as that show was because obviously that show was like in the 2000s. You know what I mean? But it was for the time was a very like real deal cop show. You know? I mean, I'm not trying to sound like I'm young or something because I'm in my 40s, but Morales is an old dude. Man. I mean, I'm with you on that. I'm not on him being no, an he old is, dude. Just that song is like, I, mean, I don't get the reference. Yeah. I don't either. There's like, about it. Mm, all right. I all think right. we should have listeners, like, tweet at us. How about something from this decade? Yeah, tweet at or us with suggestions wow. for, for music wow. for Radio Tinder. Wow. Like tweet yeah. at me, at Lindsay right. Baseball. Oh, man, Morales. What music should we use? Someone actually says, go even older and play the Barney Miller intro at that point. I have no idea what that is. I don't even get there that. There you go. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, that was like a comedic cop show. So. How do you know you're only in your early forties? Because I loved television growing up. Man. Nothing. You must have been only child, and, right? And apps like like old seventies cop shows. Yeah, there you go. Woo! Way to go, young. <laughs> All right, first <laughs> story here. Radio well, you Tinder. know, we want to make sure some of Mason and Ireland's audience listens to oh, the show too. Yeah, okay. yeah. Mason. Okay, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> All right. So, uh, speaking of older people. I guess that's when my transition here. So every parent has different views on when kids should leave the nest. And Shaq recently <laughs> shared his view on the Pivot podcast. What's so funny? 
Morales did send that. He said Barney Miller tomorrow. Oh, jeez. Uh, crickets. Okay. What is Barney Miller again? A no, show? I actually want to see how how long he can just do, like, random 80s, like, theme songs that you won't know. Like, I actually feel like that's a funny Is bit. this, like, the stuff that's on Nick at Night or... Um, it used to be. I don't even think it's on Nick at Night anymore, but I'm sure you can find it somewhere. Yeah. Throw in some uh, Mr. Ed, like that one. Okay, that no, one that's even too old for me, though. Okay. Barney Miller, okay. No clue what that Stay is. Stay tuned tomorrow to find out what our next show from the 60s and 70s all right, well, song we Let play. me know about Dos Mujeres Un Camino. Well, I'm right there with you. With, when Ponch was in the novella, all right? Oh, Eric Estrada. Yeah, all right, see, ahead, I, Lynn. I, sorry, Lynn. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. So, okay. So, back, back to the beginning here. Every parent has different views on when kids should leave the nest, and Shaq recently shared his view on the Pivot podcast. He said, quote, I tell my boys, when y'all turn 18, y'all got to go. Girls can stay as long as they want. They can go to college. I'll pay for it. Take your time. I like my girls a little bit better. I trust them more because they're more sensitive. They're more caring. And they're thinkers. Uh, you guys both have kids. Do you tend to agree with Shaq on this? Swipe left or swipe right, Sedano? <laughs> okay, I'm swiping left because I'm not kicking my any of my kids out when they're 18 if they're not ready to be in the world. You know what I mean? Like... I, 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 that is probably a thing you can do, um, when you're a bazillionaire, but like, because I'm sure you're still taking care of them in some way, shape or form. But I think for most of us, um, and I don't think Shaq is actually doing that. Like, I don't believe that. I think he is though. I think he because is. he talked about it recently, how he said that he told his kids, I'm rich. You're not. Now, if yep. you want to start a business, I can invest in it, but I'm not going to give you money just because you have to come back with him with the business plan and he said that they had to graduate with not just their bachelor's but their master's, master's degree in order for him to invest with right. them right for, for him to support continue See, supporting them the, or investing with them this is the shack's uh rich person like you know what i'm not gonna hand it to you kid i don't want you to be oh no a lazy I, I, kid. Like that. I like that but the, i'm not he, kicking him out shack is not kicking out his kids at 18 first of all i would imagine um the former mrs o'neill shawnee is not letting that happen either okay if I had to guess. Yeah. There's, there, it's that, there, there's pro- Let me tell you, I love Shaq, but if there's one thing Shaq likes to do is embellish a little bit. Oh, uh, you think? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So wait, am I supposed to swipe left or right? Yeah, do you So I'm swiping with- left. I'm not kicking yeah. my kids out at 18 if they're not ready. Yeah. Now, if, if my kids are super mature and can handle being out of the house, then yeah, all right. If you're... You want to go away to college, you're going to college, you want to live on your own, yeah. you can handle it, so be it. You know, sure. the La- Latino culture, we don't kick you out. You stay until you have your own kids and you live with your parents. <laughs> like, like, that's what you do. Uh, so, and then you have the backyard wedding with Biblia. Uh, so, yeah. But my son, and I'll say this for example, my son Mateo, he's 17, and I lucked out. He's a great kid. I want him out of the house when he graduates college. Going away to college. I want him to do right, what, you want him to go away I, I, I never California. did California, yes. I never did it. I've never left LA. I want him to go experience living in a yeah. dorm, go and do all that other stuff because he's mature enough to handle that. If right. I didn't feel he was mature enough to figure things out. Like for example, he has my credit card and his monthly bills come through on my credit card and he knows how to use it. And I show him this is what you've spent this month, this is what we're paying off, this is what we're doing. He understands that. So I have no problem with him leaving. If he wasn't like that, I'd be like, you know what? Let me hold you in a little bit. Because especially with guys, they mature way slower than girls. Correct. So I, like I said, I lucked out with Mattel. He's a good one. So he leaves, fine. But if he wasn't as mature, I'd be like, you know what? Stay here. Go to JUCO and uh, learn to grow up and make mistakes while I can still see you. <laughs> instead of, like, being completely gone. 
I'm laughing because now everybody's tweeting different uh, TV show theme songs that Morales should play tomorrow, which is pretty hilarious. Oh, my goodness. By the way, you should give him his own credit card so he could build his credit. Uh, we're in the process. I mean, I know well, you you have to be like 17, 18 to do that. But yeah. You, yeah. yeah. Right yeah. He, he has his own bank now, account. He yeah, has when his he own gets stock. to college, he can do that. Yeah. It's, uh, but I'm yeah. also... You can- you can do cosign on it. Don't right? worry, Lindsay. I already no. used the Social Security card for me, all right? I already got some of his credit <laughs> on my side. I only say that because when I turned 18, the first thing I did was go out and get, like, three credit cards because, I, you know. Oh, I, for example, the first thing I did, I went and bought a, a stereo at Circuit City and a VCR because El Camino College, they just gave me a credit card. I'm like, what's right. up? And then you're like, oh, wait, I got to pay this back. And that one became Brandon Ingram. Like, oh, man, I got to pay this off again. Uh-oh. Messed yeah. it up. I'm still paying that stereo. I got braces. That was the first thing. That's I an investment. Head. That's all right. Yeah. I didn't need a speaker to go to Papa's and Beer. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What's next, Lynn? All right. So in a historic move last week, Maxim Bet announced that it was partnering with Rockies outfielder Charlie Blackman, a first for an active MLB player. The four-time All-Star and former NL batting champ will serve as a brand ambassador in marketing campaigns, promotions, and social media content for the online sports betting company. The new CBA allows players and coaches to have partnerships with betting companies. Do you think that this deal is going to open the door to change Pete Rose's Hall of Fame eligibility? Swipe left or swipe right? Beto. Ooh, I would say no, so that'd be right. Yeah, it'd be left, but it's oh, it'd be left. left. I'd be no, uh, left. It's it's crazy, right? How they're in bed with gambling, yet Pete Rose is out <laughs> because of gambling. But it's because of the way that Pete Rose handled himself over the years. The way that Pete Rose said, you know, basically didn't take ownership for it, like the putting the blame on you for this, this, and that, and his arrogance in interviews and the way he handled it, and the way he treated it, instead of just falling down, say, like, yeah, I did this. Like that's what's holding Pete Rose out. Um, it's and now you look at it and you're like, man. So you're telling me I can get sponsored by a company, we can bet on games, and you're in the stadium and they're giving you live odds yeah, of what's MLB happening. MLB partners with DraftKings. Yep. And crazy. Pete, but this has to do more with the way Pete Rose handled the situation than anything else. Um, I'm going to swipe left only because baseball will never um, want to give Pete the satisfaction to Beto's point. So right. I'm with him on that. I bet One they more will when he's dead. Yeah, right. Posthumously, yes. All right, last one here. Elon Musk is buying Twitter. He's taking it private. Twitter agreed to Elon Musk's offer to purchase the social media platform at a price of $44 billion, they announced today. So the deal brings arguably the Internet's most influential platform under the control of one of, if not the, world's richest person. Is Elon Musk buying Twitter a good thing, Sedano? Swipe left or swipe right? Uh, I'm going to swipe left because I just think he's, we've talked about this a million times about Elon. I believe he's just way too impulsive. Um, I think he's a really brilliant person. Like, don't get me wrong, but I don't think there's a reason he's not on the board of his own company. Right. Like, Mm. I just think that there's a reason for that. And, um, what I would add is that I think the funniest part about this is everyone that is professing that Elon is the, you know, the end-all, be-all, right, in this situation, is like, free speech, free speech, free speech, and don't be a sheep, right, is like, you know, Elon thinks differently, except they literally fawn over every syllable that he Uh utters, which is kind of the opposite of everything they're espousing anyway. Uh, That's not everybody, but there are plenty of huge advocates that would, uh, you know, that would do that. So I'm... I, I am cautious at best about uh, Elon taking over Twitter. Yeah, I'm right there with Sedano. It's um, 
you think about it, we talk about it because we're on Twitter and we use it as a mode of communication, as a mode of information. But the majority of the country, they're really on it. You know, uh, no, it's like ten percent or twelve percent yeah. of the country, and we, and it's huge and it's very toxic. And I'll, I'll, for example, for me, I only use it now for information. Like the only accounts that I follow are sports accounts. I got rid of all the political ads. I got rid of all the other stuff. I got rid of my friends who were just complaining about everything. So my Twitter is actually a happy place because it's. Uh, I got rid of the toxicity that I was yeah. following. So Good if you, you do it right, like I'm not gonna see a difference. I did say that the, he might do a paywall or anything like that. I'm not doing it. I don't pay for anything, so I ain't doing that. Right. Well, we know that. Yeah. Well, exactly. I mean, you're not even bringing a gift to a wedding. <laughs> no, you're you're not going to know that I left you a card. You're not even wearing socks and shoes unless it's a special occasion. Hey, my white shoes are nice, homie. My some nice what? If it's a spring wedding, oh, you, that's true. You better right. be right. All right, that is Radio Tinder presented by our friends at Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala, award-winning small batch premium sipping tequila made from the finest mature agaves available everywhere fine tequilas are sold. Visit tequilamandala.com. That's their website. Demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. I had it this weekend. I'm not not a commercial. I had it this weekend, George. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, Dale. I even Uh, had it straight. Speaking of this weekend, it got wild between the Dodgers and Padres and some really good news when it comes to the Dodgers specifically. So we'll get to some of that coming up on the other side. We're back in two and a half minutes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Beto. Man. Come on now. Laura's in the zone right now. Go ahead, Laura. You all right? You know you're at a radio station right now, right? I'm good. Yeah, I'm yeah. Good. You know you're working now, right? Yeah, I know. You can open your eyes. I'm good. She's in the zone, Sedano. She's in the zone. Look at you. Who's this? Say it right. Big boy. <laughs> Big boy. <laughs> so, Lindsay, while, like, while, while you were gone... <laughs> You missed the funniest thing, right? So this is like reggaeton music, right? So, like, you know, Laura played it, and she was like, I bet you guys won't guess what it is. And I only knew because I've heard the song, even just recently I've heard it. Like, you know what I mean? Like someone, excuse me. Sorry, guys. I am. Uh, for she's those she's still going here, right now. Sedano. I'm still. I'm. I'm recovering from COVID. So the you're going. Laura's going. The go- show's off the rails. Um. So I had heard the song recently. Okay. And all of a sudden, Laura plays the song, and Cap goes, "Oh, I know who it is." And we're like, "Really?" And he's like, "Yeah, Big Boy." And I was like, "Whoa!" Whoa! Like, right. how did you? How did you know? Like, that's crazy. And I'm like, was this like on like your Peloton or something, like Alex Toussaint or whatever? And he's like, so he's he, he's lying to us for a few minutes about it. it's on Alex Toussaint and this, that, and the other. And then eventually he copped to it. Do you know how he copped to it, Lindsay? What he actually did to guess the song? Did he? Um, what's that called? Did he? Did he? So Shazam? Shazam? Yes, it? Yep. that's what he oh did. Oh my god! He Shazammed oh. it to his headphones. 
He and, would. And, yep. Hey, that's smart, though. Exactly. He was smart. I'm a snake. Good job. Give him credit Dude, for, for that. As one. much as you guys make fun of him, and yeah. you guys, not me, that's my guy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you couldn't even look, look, Hey, he's got to figure out a way to get in with you guys as yeah. far as like keep up with you because we make fun of him all the time for not knowing, for being the old man cap and out of tune. We guy. don't make fun, we, don't. we have oh, fun with oh, him. Oh, yes, oh, agreed. Okay. okay. Keep, people are coming at us saying that we like we're bullying him and yes. all this stuff. And I was like, we do not bully him. Yes. Listen, he can stand up for himself. All right, yeah. relax. Because you know he's listening right now. Give me. Let me have 20 seconds of like pretending to like Cap, right? Yeah, you, you leave him. him alone. Cap is good. <laughs> I have no problem with him trying to Shazam and fill in with you guys. No, I, I thought that. it was. I, I actually said smart. I'm going to give you a yeah. lot of credit for actually doing that. That was really smart. We all gave him so much because I had heard this song and I sent it to Morales and I was like, yo, the guys will never know what this song is. And he's like, I don't even know what this song is. I'm like, what? Well, he's yeah, like, it's not a song from the 50s. <laughs> Wow. I'm not taking shots at Chris. Now, Chris is leaving to the Angels game, Mm -mm. and he's he's listening to this right now. Oh, they're playing the Guardians, by the way. Have fun going to that game. But good for, uh, you know, our boy Kaplan, man. No more bullying. Leave him alone. We don't bully him. We don't bully him. We have fun with him. You know. So, anyway. (laughs) um, I can't even say those two things. (laughs) So, look, can we, can we, like, let me ask you a question with this Dodgers Padres brawl in the in the stand. Man. Like man. Why is it the Dodger fans always got to get blamed for this right out of the Thank game? Thank you. Um I'm just asking without knowing. Okay, so the brawl <laughs> be quiet over there, man. Let me, let me no, get my thought out first. Um why? Because the Dodgers have a reputation for doing that. And you're going to look. I know a lot of Dodger fans. Um I hang out in Left Field Pavilion. I'll let you know. And when they travel, they're not exactly, and I'm generalizing here, they're, the majority of people are going down to San Diego to have a good time. But the, a lot of Dodger fans go down there. Why? To let you know that they're taking over your stadium. They let it be known that it's Dodger Stadium South or Dodger Stadium North when they go see the Giants. So they're provoking. They're not going there saying with, between, you know, on their seat and their hands folded. No, they're looking for something. So why are Dodger fans getting the blame? Because they're being loud about it. They're posting about it. They're doing this. And are both sides to be blamed? Yes, absolutely. If you're going to have a fight, obviously said something. Like that line of don't start none, won't be none, right? Something happened. Somebody said something. And there was fights. Was it every single day I saw that? And yeah. it sucks because San Diego is a great place to watch a game. And it, it, is. it sucks that Dodger fans get that reputation for doing it. But you've seen them when they go to different cities. They all, Especially in Arizona, you've seen a lot of this too. You know, and it's... It sucks because you're going to a baseball game. Like I get it, you're gonna cheer for your team, but Dodger fans love to puff their chest out. <laughs> they absolutely do. And what do they say? It's not a rivalry. Nobody talks more about the Padres than Dodger fans. Just the same way that nobody talks more about the Clippers and Laker fans. It's like you're above them. Why are you even acknowledging them? You know, in my group chat, my boy Ace of SoCal, they send pictures out, and I'm like, well, there you go. You didn't even mention the fact that the Dodgers won. You're talking about how the Padres lost. And Dodger fans are going to get that rip. They know it. They know right, but here, here's the thing. I will give Dodger fans credit for this. The Padre fans, you can't, like, claim someone as your rival. There's got to be a real back. You can't, no, you can claim it, they're your rival when you're looking up, the, but the Dodgers don't need to acknowledge it. Like, the Dodgers rivals the Giants. 
The yeah. Padres are saying, look, we're a rival. Look, okay, cool. You got new uniforms. Even the Cardinals, I yeah. would say. Yeah, uh, look, you got new uniforms. I was going to say, who decided? Who decided that the Padres and, and Dodgers are rivals? Padres fans. Okay. Because they got new uniforms, they got Machado, and they finally got good. And they're like, look, we, and we, we, we're battling with you guys. Great, you're battling with us. Dodgers, their expectations to go to the World Series. The Padres are just trying to get into the playoffs. Yeah. Like, my thing is, why are you even acknowledging the people who are going to be in second place? So the Dodger fans are the ones trying to create. I mean, the Padre fans are the ones trying to create the rivalry, not the Dodger fans. No, agreed. But that's my point: is that you can't just go out there and I can't walk up to you and be like, "Beto, you're my rival." Like I can't just say that, and it be the case. No, it would it would be me going up to you because you're the guy with the full time job who's on TV, who's got this. I'm like, oh, Sedano's my rival because I'm trying to get to where you're at. Like you, George, shouldn't be saying you don't have a rival because you're not. You're focused on the bigger picture. I'm the one trying to get to where you're at. I just think the whole thing with them is weird. The and then Padre year. fans, too, they've been getting chippy the last couple of years. Well, they did because they're good. They, uh, Tatis is one of the best players yeah. in the sport. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, he's been dinged up a lot. But, yeah, like, they're good. They're they they they're supposed to be good. Machado's good. You know, they're supposed to be pretty good. Yeah, the, the Padre fans the last couple of years, it's like they win, and it's like, woo! Like when they beat the Dodgers on Saturday night, you saw videos of Padre fans in gas lamp going all crazy. Cool. Let them do that when you're a small market team. You're supposed to do that. Great. You beat them on a Saturday. I wasn't right. even watching. I'm worried about other stuff. Yeah, when, when you look at historically, the Dodgers and Giants obviously is the big That's rivalry. The I would even say the Cardinals to yes. an extent. I hate Jack Clark. To this day, I still hate Jack right. Clark. Yeah, John Tudor. You know what I mean? Even like, fewer giving up that bomb to him, and then Ozzy. Ozzy hits cool. one home run a year, and he does the cartwheel. And he did it against that. the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Lock High guys. See, I still hate yeah. Jack. Tommy Herb. Yeah, Tommy base. Herb. All yeah. them guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Willie yeah. McGee. See, that's Willie McGee. Yeah, that's why. It's Coleman. All them. Like, if you're a Dodger fan, you hit the Giants and the Cardinals too, because the Cardinal way. And then if you're a Laker fan, you hit everything about Boston. Simple as that. Right. Which, by the way, I do want to get to that in the next hour about the fact that Boston could be the team to beat in the NBA right now. That can't be. I mean, if Lakers fan season wasn't bad enough. That's the one. I mean, that that might be what puts people, you know, in in the hospital. You know what I mean? (sighs) I guess because I'm the older guy and I hated everything about Boston in in the 80s and, you know, knowing that the parquet floor and – like, uh, like in winning time, when they showed Johnny Most, the announcer, yeah, yeah. Like, I've never heard of him before. I, I had heard the name, that that was their chick, Hearn, right? Yeah, that's their chick, Hearn. But Johnny I Mose. didn't really, I'm, I'm not going to go Google. He had a very gravelly voice, yeah. Johnny. I'm not going to go no. Google Johnny Most or YouTube him as a guy from L.A. until I did after winning time. Man, you talk about a homer. Then that guy, oh, what's his partner? Tommy Hines. Tommy Hines. Yeah. That, my goodness. What? That, like, chick was to the point, and he would tell you what's going on. Man, those Boston homers. My, I went down a rabbit hole after that winning time the other day with the Celtics announcers. Man, you got to be from Boston to like that. That's the only one. Like, Chick is the one that everybody loves. Um, so let me ask you this question, though, doubling back on the Dodgers. I do want to get into the Boston part of this. And I, I do think that there is, when you look at the Lakers coaching search, I think there's a model, okay? And there's the model is actually one we're seeing in the playoffs. And I'll explain that on the other side. So stick around for that. But real quick about the Dodgers. Just to double back on that. Like, baseball, would you say baseball is the most humbling sport of all of them for a player? Without a doubt. You fail so much. It's so hard. Like, just to get one hit. Like, the other night I went, we sat front row. Yeah, I'm bragging. And behind the Braves dugout. (laughs) And we're watching these dudes throw, and they're like 98 at the knees, 
everything's bending. How do you even see these pitches? Yeah. And the way the guys are throwing it. now with yeah. the curves and sliders at 90-something, like it's just ridiculous. Of course, yeah. it's without a doubt it's the most humbling sport. Right. And, and the other aspect of that is, and, and you know, this Cody Bellinger's not alone in this case, where we've literally seen guys be like all-star, uh-huh. in his case, an MVP, right, and have like an awful season. Like, where it looked like he didn't even know how to play baseball at times yeah. last year. Hey, send him like, to the minors, right? Right. It's the most humbling sport because of that. Not only that, it's just the fail rate, right? Like 30% of the time you succeed, you're a Hall of Famer. But just individually, for guys that are even awesome at it, yes, you can have a bad year and it just comes out of nowhere. You can have a bad month, which leads to another month, and, and all of a sudden everybody is like, what's wrong with you? You don't think, and the players, especially with the hitters, they tinker so much with their swing to just make contact and fine-tune what is wrong. Yeah. And to get to that level where Cody Bellinger was a couple years ago, and I'm happy to see that he's succeeding now. Yeah, he's back, right? But yeah. it's also you're looking at him, you're like, oh, that's great. And then you're also kind of waiting for how long is this going to last? Right, like, right. But I, hopefully this continues, this side of it continues without, for him. Yeah, it's fine. All right, coming up next. Here's the path for the Lakers to find a coach. We'll do that, and we do have to tackle this Boston thing because it's starting to look like they're going to sweep the Nets and that they may be the favorite to win the whole thing. We'll tackle some of that on the other side. Stick around. We're back in two minutes and 45 seconds.